This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. It was something different, very spiritual, very amazing feeling as we reached the wheeling wall. And uh, one thing that will, uh, that will always stay in my head is the joy that I seen in, the, in those uh, children's eyes as they were looking at us. They were looking at us with joy. They were looking at us in the same time with a question. It's the same person that they were showing us on TV. They were our enemy a few days ago. And now he's here to celebrate with us the Hanukkah. That child in the same time knows I'm here to celebrate with him. And he received the message that our future is going to be together. Our future is going to be a celebration of peace of us understanding each other, of us focusing on the similarities. Johnny Gould's Jewish State in the United Arab Emirates. This is podcast part two, discussions from a first ever trip to the United Arab Emirates, where I attended the Global Media Congress in the capital city, Abu Dhabi, an impressive showcase of regional media with a very clear message. The UAE is reaching out to the world in peace and cooperation. Amjad Taha is a well-known influencer in the Gulf Cooperation Council with a significant following on social media. The author of The Deception of the Arab Spring, an advisor to key institutions in the Arab world, he was part of the first Bahraini Emirati youth delegation to visit Israel as the ink was drying on the historic Abraham Accords. What drives the UAE? How is it impacting its foreign policy? Also in this episode, James Cleverly, Britain's Foreign Secretary, on his trip to Abu Dhabi with very personal experience of why the UAE and the Abraham Accords partners are such key allies. None of our shared ambition will succeed without security. That is why British forces are striving alongside their counterparts in the region to keep us safe and defend the principles of sovereignty and territorial integrity which protect every nation. Every nation. In part one of Emirati Conversations on Johnny Gould's Jewish State from Abu Dhabi, we featured the undiluted, unfiltered peace talk of Loe al-Sharif. Scroll back one episode for this. You know, Johnny, to be very honest with you, I'm, I'm supportive of peace between peoples. I would never want to uh, distinguish this peace uh, from certain categories or races or, or colors or, 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 or regions. Johnny Gould's Jewish State at the Global Media Congress in Abu Dhabi. I'm absolutely delighted to be here with my good friend Amjad Taha. Amjad, welcome to Johnny Gould's Jewish State. Thank you, thank you for having me, and it's um, I'm really happy to to see you around here today in, in this amazing conference. 
because we're walking around the Global Media Congress here in Abu Dhabi. And this says a great deal about how the UAE wants to talk about itself in the world. And it looks to me like they say that the media is burgeoning here, but it actually looks quite mature. There's a lot going on here. I think the message here is uh, when it comes from uh, UAE's perspective, they like to speak to the world and they like to hear the world. That's the message here behind uh, the Global Media Congress. The main message here is to speak to people, to speak to them and hear them and make sure everyone's perspective and point of view is being heard. At the same time, the how to share peace and prosperity and the voice of peace and people who call for peace between nations on media and how to put that forward. Now, the wonderful thing about uh, our particular story and our friendship is that this has all been made possible by the lightning quick sharing of values and understanding and tolerance which has been brought about by the Abraham Accords, the spectacular normalization between Bahrain, UAE, Sudan, Morocco and the State of Israel and even behind closed doors and perhaps a secret now but a big secret that's coming out in Saudi Arabia and possibly Oman as well. It's about shared values. It's about the idea that Israel is maturing, the UAE is maturing, and things move fast in developing countries which share values. I think uh, I, I strongly uh, share the same perspective when it comes to the, uh, uh, the fact that uh, the, the Middle East right now is looking to uh, a different... Uh, let's say it's looking for a different perspective, a different opinion. And that opinion and that perspective, which is right now is growing, is uh, the voices of uh, peace and prosperity, the voice which calls for uh, uh, diversity. As you can see, in, in the Middle Easterns are very diverse. And if that means anything, that means um, we should live next to each other, we should support each other, where our countries grow together through uh, a lot of uh, contribution to each and also the support of each. And if we've seen anything right now in terms of various cases in the Middle East, even countering terrorism, terrorism doesn't have a religion and it doesn't have an ethnicity. Terrorism is anyone that put today puts an Israeli child in danger is putting uh, a child of Egypt in, in danger too. And the person who as much as I care about my children's right and my children's future, should I, I should also care about the Jewish community's children in, in, in Jerusalem or in Tel Aviv or in, in Morocco or in Bahrain and so on. Now you were one of the first people in the Bahraini UAE delegation to come to Jerusalem after the Abraham Accords was signed. Just give us a flavor of that feeling, that breakthrough feeling, to be a pioneer of that, of these relations, and, and why you were there. You have a unique relationship with the country, with understanding Israel, and indeed, the United Kingdom. <laughs> um, it was amazing being there during the uh, festival of Hanukkah, and we went to the Wheeling Wall. I cannot explain my feeling as we reached the Wheeling Wall. It's an absolute um, amazing, very, um, very amazing feeling. It's, it was something different, very spiritual as we reached the Wheeling Wall. 
and uh, one thing that will uh, that will always stay in my head is that the the, the joy that I seen in the, in those children's eyes as they were looking at us, they were looking at us with joy. They were looking at us in the same time with a question. It's the same person that they were show, showing us on TV. They were our enemy a few days ago, and now. He's here to celebrate with us the Hanukkah. That child in the same time knows I'm here to celebrate with him. And he received the message that our future is going to be together. Our future is going to be a celebration of peace, of us understanding each other, of us focusing on the similarities. As delegation, as the delegation reached in, in, in Tel Aviv, and then we went, we headed to Jerusalem on the path to there. We found in, in even the families of the, the Jewish families, um, the Jews, the Muslim, the Arabs. And then see, when I say that, a lot of people in the Middle East don't know that, that Israel is a very diverse country. And the fact that there is more than 300 mosques there, and those mosques are being supported by the Israeli government. The Jewish state support the mosques in Israel and actually in fact he buys and purchases Quran for them and all this the holy book for those Muslims to pray and practice their religion if that means anything it means the country is very welcoming and the country was very diverse um, what we seen in Israel we seen an Arab Israeli who is very loyal to his country who is standing against terrorism and so on we seen the Arabs of Israel there and they were like where were you all this time we are a citizen of Israel and we were waiting for this relationship. And, then, and I was very happy to see a lot of the Israelis and as we came back on the airplane, they were with us from Israel, from all different, um, uh, different um, ethnicities and um, uh, minorities in Israel. They were with us as well. And so I think I think the, the, it wasn't just normalization, it was an Abrahamic Accord, and I, I don't call it even a normalization. I think it was the miracle in the Middle East, a miracle uh, in this day and age that we, we believe doesn't happen. Well, in fact, it did happen, and it, it gave life, it gave, it gave hope, it gave people can build businesses right now on both sides. People can share families, people can... Um, uh, get to know each other more. I mean, when, when I see my children celebrating with other children from the other side of the world, playing games together, now they can visit each other, talk to each other. This is exactly what humanity is about. This is what the earth should be about. Today, as we're speaking right now, G20 is going on there. People all around the world are traveling to each other. Leaders are traveling just to connect and speak and hear each other. That's what we did in Abrahamic Kokum. We sat on one table start hearing each other and now we're looking for peace and now there is more and more countries will join that train of Abrahamic Accord believe it or not the number is not going to be four five six or seven there is more and more there is a vision MBZ and 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 uh, Donald Trump uh, and, and, and the, uh, the, uh, the Prime Minister of Israel when they thought of this when they brought this together they thought of the next generation not the, just the present. And when you think of the next generation, you're building something for them. Sometimes people think it's, it's slow. But believe it or not, within this 
year or the two years, we have achieved a lot, a lot. Business, economically we're speaking, culture-wise, diversity, media-wise. Believe it or not, right now in Dubai, I see more Israelis than I have seen in Tel Aviv. <laughs> and we'll return to Amjad Tahar in just a second. But let's take a short break to listen to the words of James Cleverly, Britain's Foreign Secretary, about his very personal experience of why ties with the Abraham Accords countries are so key to the United Kingdom. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory... Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. None of our shared ambition will succeed without security. And the hard truth is that we face an even greater array of threats. I was in the garden of the British ambassador's residence in Abu Dhabi, looking up at the night sky and watching explosions as Houthi rockets were intercepted and shot down overhead. And I can assure you that I gave thanks for the accuracy and the efficiency of the UAE's missile defences on that evening. Because those trails of light darting across the sky above me were visible evidence of how Iranian-supplied weapons threaten the entire region. Today's Iranian nuclear program is more advanced than ever before. The regime has resorted to selling Russia the armed drones that are currently killing civilians in Ukraine. As their people demonstrate against decades of oppression, Iran's rulers are spreading bloodshed and destruction across the region and as far away as Kyiv. Britain is determined to work alongside our friends to counter the Iranian threat, interdict the smuggling of conventional arms and prevent the regime from acquiring nuclear weapons capability. Twice this year, Royal Navy frigates operating in international waters south of Iran intercepted speedboats laden with surface-to-air missiles and engines for cruise missiles. Had those engines reached their destination, they could have powered the, the type of cruise missiles that bombarded Abu Dhabi on the 17th of January, killing three civilians. And the toll would have been even higher without the defences that I saw in action above the skies of Abu Dhabi just a few weeks later. That is why British forces are striving alongside their counterparts in the region to keep us safe and defend the principles of sovereignty and territorial integrity which protect every nation. Every nation. We talk about miracles. As I've said more than once on Johnny Gold's Jewish State, when I exchange opinions from people from different places talking in the language of tolerance and peace and understanding but it took the catalyst of bravery let's just say that miracles don't happen 
without. The bravery, I think, and courage of MBZ, perhaps the inexperience of Donald Trump, who was willing to blow it up. He didn't realize, perhaps, if he was a more cautious politician, even he's a non-politician. And so, therefore, you know, he called about the swamp and everything. And he did it in spite of the background of the politicians that he replaced. And he was, he enabled, he enabled people of wisdom and bravery and courage like MBZ, like Netanyahu, uh, like Jared Kushner, Jason Greenblatt, those, those people I to be- do this. I believe in, in the Middle East we need, we need leaders like MBZ with, with a courage, with um, bravery, uh, bravery and uh, with that courage and with that leadership such as the leadership of UAE, we can build hope in the Middle East. I mean, look at it th- uh, a few years ago without the Abrahamic Accord, without the, the peace that uh, UAE brought uh, between Eritrea and Ethiopia after 15 years of them fighting each other, without the fact, um, uh, the, the fact that UAE reached all the way to Mars. That's a hope for the next generation. That's a hope that we can reach all the way there. That's a hope that we can study more. That's a hope our universities can grow. That's a hope that we can build together. That's a hope that here UAE today, it's kind of the bridge of connection between the West and the East. This is where they connect. This is where they understand each other. This is when a Western guy does not feel foreigner or does not feel weird when he comes to Dubai. It feels just like his home, but this time he's just celebrating and holidaying. Just the weather is different. I hope we can get some <laughs> snow here <laughs> at any point. And you say that, and it's such a dynamic country. I implore everyone to come and visit the United Arab Emirates. Even on the short journey from the airport to my hotel, I went past the Grand Mosque. And in that beautiful highway, which is new, the infrastructure around it is glorious. The Grand Mosque is truly a building to behold. You have a national story and an infrastructure, which means, as you say, the link between the East and West, amazing hospitality, the real, the real, um, should we say, the real seeds of growth here. If people want to understand why their economies are stagnant, come to the UAE and understand what's going on here and why there's been such quick success. I think you're absolutely right in this, and I think this is this explains why the people um, who decided to come to the to the Middle East, to the Gulf states uh, during the World Cup, decided to stay in Dubai and watch it right from here rather than uh, uh, visiting Doha or some of them they would be just attending the match and coming back here the reason why because they feel here everything is respected the rights has been respected and they are able to watch the match freely enjoy their time do their thing and go back home with 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 joy rather than with uh, with a lot of regrets (laughs) there's something else that springs out here just as the citizens of Israel know who they are even non-Jewish Israelis as you mentioned the Israeli Arabs many of them volunteer to fight for their country for Jewish Israelis it's compulsory here in the Emirates you know who you are which means if you know who you are you can go out into the world and express your values with some confidence 
I think uh, you're right in terms of uh, looking at the uh, the the Emiratis. I think uh, they done they done really great in terms of respect values uh, on and, and the fact that they have painted a really amazing, great, good, respected picture about UAE. And I think UAE's citizens, um, the almost every UAE citizen is an ambassador of his country in terms of his culture and how he receive and perceive, receiving people and how he perceive the knowledge and how he shares it with, with people. In terms of, um, well, there's a culture in UAE which is really great. They say charity is not just money. And it's not just giving. Charity, in fact, is also if you have a, an information or a book that you read and you, you get informed from it, then you should share that with others in a form of charity that you have to give and share it with others. You cannot just keep that knowledge to yourself. But in terms, you've got to share it because you've got to give that wisdom to others and enlighten people. These are beautiful words. There's a second Amen. Amjad... Two years into the Abraham Accords, the relationship is burgeoning. Bridges are being built. Other countries are looking at the relationship between Israel and the UAE, between Bahrain and Israel, and seeing what's possible. I believe Israel and Oman are closer to ties than people imagine. What is the future of the partnership between Israel and the UAE? It looks like the sky's the limit. No, the sky is not the limit. We, we don't have a limit. <laughs> um, in, in terms of, look, there is, the, there is one good thing about UAE. Um, the people who reached all the way of the Mars, everything else is possible to them. They're already planning to reach the moon. In terms of relation, they are open to all. And they support peace in all sides. And they support talks. And they support dialogue. What they always stand against is war what they will always stand against is violence what they always stand against is radicalism and so on so in terms of um, that relationship between Israel and UAE and UAE and United States and other countries around the world um, what's happening is that it's everything else is, is growing as much as it's like a seed that we put in the, in the desert and it found the right place now we gave it water we gave it the right thing and now as that tree is growing and the more it grows we're gonna later on get its fruits and once we have the fruits we will taste how amazing and the fact that and I say that it was a tree in a desert because it's really hard to have a tree in a desert it was really hard for anyone to see peace coming between the Arab countries for people to have that kind of great relationship it was hard but guess what this is UAE they built a whole country on a place it's called a desert there was absolutely nothing they built universities they built a whole country they built classrooms hospitals everything life and today guess what today they're competing with New York and all the cities around the world that's what UAE is about so one thing that we know we share in hope to the rest of the world and UAE today is sending a message. You believe in peace, everything else is possible. Just over two years ago, and a matter of weeks after the Abraham Accords were signed, during the pandemic, I did a Zoom call with His Excellency Mansour Abulhul, 
who was more than happy to talk to me so fast. He's a wonderful diplomat, and may I say, sir, this is a wonderful diplomacy on behalf of your country. Thank you very much for your time, Amjad Tahar, and joining me on Johnny Gould's Jewish State. Thank you. Have a good day. This episode of Johnny Gould's Jewish State is brought to you with Strategico, the full-service design marketing agency for your growth-focused business. The best guests and their most heartfelt views, a relay of their missions to a worldwide audience. Hi, it's Johnny again, just popping in at the end of this one. 100 episodes along and I'm proud that it's fast become the podcast of record. This is coverage of the Jewish and Israeli world that just doesn't get properly aired in mass media. And I'm not ashamed to ask for your help. A one-off donation is always gratefully received to support my efforts, but a monthly donation really gets our service off the ground. Your donation can also be made with gift aid, and it's so easy to do, just click on this, donorbox.org slash jgpodcast. That's donorbox.org slash jgpodcast. Are you in? Please share my series with your friends and... Thank you for listening.